Hello, it is 9 a.m. in New York, 4 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 9 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to In Transit with Sunday Bean. I'm an intercultural strategist, transformation facilitator, and solution-oriented coach. And I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed through any life transition. I should be able to do this on my own. When Janine Christie came to me, she didn't know what help would look like but she knew she wanted it. A Canadian expat living in Spain, Janine had spent years spiraling toward depression, trying everything from self-shame to therapy so she'd recover her joie de vivre. Through our work together, she reconnected with her inner creative to overcome the lackluster career projects expat life was offering up. She turned her talent for writing into a location-independent passion project for profit. Janine did the hard work. Now she can enjoy the spoils. You might remember her from episode 140, Expat Expectations. In that episode, she shared her despair to triumph transformation story, and she was only halfway done. Today, she's coming back to tell us what happened next. It is such a great illustration of what I mean when I talk about three levels of transformation, internal-led, external-led and performance-led, and how sometimes giving one level of transformation it deserves, it actually kicks off the others in a domino effect and in the very best way. Thank you for joining us in In Transit. Oh, thank you for having me, Sunday. You're one of my most favorite people, so I'm very excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so I'm very excited. So your new bio, which I love, is giver of snort laughs. <laughs> voice and copy Kickstarter for solopreneurs and expat in Spain. It's so much yeah. fun. <laughs> to see that it's develop. just like, that's me wrapped up in three very short sentences. And that's the way I like to, to write, to talk short to the point and me. <laughs> that's good. Perfect. So um, you are so kind to agree to come uh, on the podcast today because, you know, in the transition where we were looking at the focus away from just expat topics and more into transition topics. I've been talking about ambitious transformation and transition. The episodes are clear, the concepts are clear, but I still think it helps if people see how this, how it really plays out in real life, right? So you're, you've agreed to come on and we're going to talk about what that means to be in transit and your own journey um, going from an internal-led transformation, which I, I use the word domino effect. I don't know if you would, if you would. Oh, I would it. totally use it. Totally. Okay. One okay. thing hit the next, hit the next. Yep, yep. exactly. Oh, it's so exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who haven't listened to the first podcast, can you give us a little brief overview on where you were pre-September 2018 in your journey before you and I connected? In my own kind of, woman made hell, I would say, <laughs> or, you know, self-made hell. Um, I was just, I was starting to come out of the depression because you know, when you know that you need help and you've kind of like said that to yourself, you can see kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel. So I'd been to therapy and I was like, okay, I need help, but this isn't really doing anything for me. And then somehow you popped up on my radar. I have no idea. I can't remember. I think maybe I was part of some expat group and you popped up and I didn't look at your website or anything. I just contacted you when you had a little chat and the thing is, if I don't like someone, I can't work with them. It's just, even if they have all the skills in the world and I knew right away that I liked you, <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, she laughs at this. And, you know, I was like, we're going to get along. And mm -hmm. then I did a bit of research 
and, and saw that you had the right skills and asked you pinpointed questions and you gave me the answers that I needed to move forward. So I spoke to my husband. It took some time because, you know, you ha- when you're investing in yourself, you just, you pause and you're like, should I do this? Can I do this? I spoke mm-hmm. to my husband, but he's very encouraging. I mean, he's my biggest kind of cheerleader. Uh, but then I spoke to another friend in Iceland who she is the type of person I've always wanted to be where you just kind of like do things and you don't think about it and stuff always works out for her. So I phoned her and she's like, Shanine, just do it already. So then I, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm just pausing on like what that would be like to be a person who did things without thinking about Oh my them. gosh. She's, <laughs> on, she's on her fourth child now. It, wow. it was a surprise and she was just mm. about to move to Spain. So that's, that's on pause. But you know, she just goes with what life throws at her and doesn't worry about it. I worried for her. I'm like, four kids. Are you crazy? But um, she's just going with it. You know, I'm just thinking of all the overthinkers that are listening. They're like, how, how does that work? Um, so when you were there, you were, you had, and I wouldn't worked with you if you were actually clinically depressed. Cause that's not what I do. I'm a coach and mm-hmm. not a therapist, but you were right. coming out of this negative phase, right? Yes. Um, and what words did you have for that then? Like what, what, how would you describe what was going on for you then? I, I, I won't use words. I'll kind of like use a little story that used to happen all the time. My husband would go to work and I'd be there all like, have a good day. And then as soon as we'd leave, I'd go back into bed and watch the Simpsons for about four hours because I needed something to kind of like draw my attention away from the black cloud hanging over me. And I wanted to laugh. And humor was one of the only ways where I could like be like, okay, I laughed today. It's given me some energy and now I can go and do whatever the hell life throws at me. But that was happening every day. And my husband had no clue. Because when he came back home, I popped back up and I was my cheery self, which was total BS. But I just Mm. stayed in my apartment. I didn't go out. When I did go out, it felt super freaky when I was Mm. on the street. I was just like, I want to be back home and I want to be safe and I want to be comfortable and I don't want anything to change. And that was the problem. I didn't want anything to change. I couldn't accept things needed to change. Right. And you actually are a a really adventurous person who's open. Yeah. Yeah. This is what was driving me crazy. I'm like, mm-hmm. who the F am yes. I? Yes. It's just right? mind boggling because in Canada, I was like a larger than life person, you know, and then I, my voice just disappeared. I mean, it happens a lot when you're an expat living in a country where you have to speak another language, but I don't even think that that was it. That was part of it. But my mm-hmm. personality, it was just like gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, if anyone needs to like, if that visual doesn't work, I actually just watched a Netflix movie called Where'd You Go, Bernadette. It's got Kate Blanchett in it. It I And it was um, about an architect who had this fabulous c- career and then something happened. She couldn't deal with it. Her perspective was, you know, totally askew and she just went into herself. And then mm-hmm. it shows how something external happened to her and she came out of it and became herself again. It's a really good movie. Mm, it sounds like she went through an external. Totally, <laughs> <transformation>. totally. <laughs> okay, so you recognize this was in, like a self that was emerging that wasn't in alignment anymore, wasn't working. So no. then what happened? Like I would call it, and tell me if I'm wrong, I would call it an internal led transformation. Something was inside of you where yes. you're like, no, I'm done, I'm done. Tell us a little bit about what that really looks and feels like. Well, for me, I can't, I can't speak for it anyone else. But for me, what the internal kind of led transformation was, um, 
stop blaming other people. Like I chose, I, I had a different kind of expat experience where I came to Spain for a year and then I was going to move back home because it wasn't really for me. And then I met someone while I was here, decided to stay here. I was actually working for him. He was my boss. <laughs> um, and then we won't talk about that. And um, <laughs> and everything was super groovy. We moved in together and then we got married and I became the expat spouse and found mm. out all these different rules applied to me in Spain once I married someone and was working in their business. And, mm. you know, I was told by our financial advisors and accountants like, stop working there. And I, mm. and then I did the, the thing where I think a lot of expat spouses are like, I'm just going to take some time. I've worked my whole life and mm-hmm. I'm going to take some time and I'm going to learn this and I'm going to do this hobby. And yeah, don't do it. And you just <laughs> kind of shrivel up for me. I need to work. I need to yep. use my brain. I need to use my skills. So the internal thing was I was blaming factors on the outside because I thought Spain had done this to me mm-hmm. and uh, marrying my husband, he had done this to me. And no, mm-hmm. you just, I had to change my perspective on what was happening to me, except that these things were happening and how was I going to get myself out of it? Right. And not right. rely on somebody else to make the change, like Spain to change their rules on um, self-employed uh, businesses and all. I had to make the change, not rely on somebody else. Wow. That makes, I bet there's a lot of people out there going, oh yeah. 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 So it was really about, I mean, I would use the word agency. Like you looked at where you had control. Where did you have power? Yes. Yeah. And uh, was that like flip of a switch or it was like easy? Like, duh, okay. No, or it wasn't a flippish. It started out in in stages like working with you. And, you you know, you asked me this question because I mean, I was very focused on what am I going to do to get my career back Mm -hmm. online, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, jumpstart it because like I said, I need to work. And you asked me this very poignant question. Well, Janine, what skills do you have? I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> this is some BS. You called me out on my BS and I made a list and we looked mm-hmm. and still when I did the list, I was just like, uh, duh, I don't know. And you're it's like, incredible. Hello, <laughs> hello, writer. You were a writer. You can still write. You never lose those skills. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. You have like degrees. In- <laughs> Oh, like, I don't know how I how didn't, you didn't value those things anymore. It's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. So then it started with a little thing like, okay, I'm going to get back into writing, started a blog. And then mm-hmm. out of the woodwork, these copywriters started contacting me saying, I want you on my team. I want you to do copywriting for me. So I started working with some agencies back in Canada. Um, old bosses started calling me back. So I started doing copywriting and then little by little, started kind of like building my business and into um, starting to create my own programs for other people and helping other people, you know, write. And it just kind of like a trickle to a snowball. Exactly. And that's why I was wondering, because there was, I remember there was a time early days where I saw your skills, your abilities. And I was like, oh, my, my brain was going like, let's get you a company going, like start making money. Yeah. And you're like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll just write first. And and so it yeah. seemed like you were resistant to that. What was, so the, the internal, I want to just focus on the internal, the internal uh, drive was this has to change, right? We're not going to do the Simpsons every day. Cause that's not rewarding. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to stop blaming the external and I'm going to look at, I need to get my own, um, 
perspective so I can start doing things in my life. Right. But I, there was some resistance to like jumping right to the performance led, right? Like, Oh, but this was what, this was what, this is why I was scared was that it was going to be performance led. And mm. I don't know, you know, when you don't use your body, your muscles for a while, and then to get back into it, it's like, Oh, this is tiring. I was actually scared of how much work I was mm. going to have to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I was just like, man, that sounds like a lot of work and I haven't done it for a while and uh, I'm tired just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was the response. So that's why I was like, I need to start really slowly. It was too slow, but you know, everyone has to do it in their own way. And then right. when you get more confidence, you can see that peep, other people value your skills and want right. to work with you. You're like, okay. And then it just started to snowball and then the performance picked up. Okay, so that's so interesting. So tell us, when we hear these narratives, we mm-hmm. think it's like, you know, that on the movies where it's like hardship and then yay, hope, and then success. And we know it's not like that, right? We know it's not linear like that. <laughs> what were some, whatever ones you feel comfortable sharing, we talk about life in transit and that is what's going on in your family, globally, health-wise, professionally. What were some things that were in transit during this journey? Well, I mean, externally, it would have probably been um, the Spanish economy. That was something that was external that was kind of happening. I had no control over it. Um, And for someone that wants to reboot their career and your economy is in the toilet and there's, Mm -hmm. you know, there's nowhere you can go to get a job or there's it was just a feeling of no hope. In, mm-hmm. in Spain. My husband, mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully my husband's business was doing well. So that kept us going. But I mean, when everyone else around you, I mean, businesses are closing up, shutting up. You don't really think, Hey, yeah, let's start a business now. Mm-hmm. So that was, mm-hmm. that just kind of kept my, my business ideas under, under wraps. Right. Right. I mean, health wise, I think my health, I mean, it wasn't bad. I think I just became sluggish in my body and in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's more internal. Yep. So that's something that I had to work through. They had to work on. Yeah. So I'm curious, what would you say? So you talked about this domino effect internal. Then we start getting some momentum, right? The resistance is dropping. Yeah. What were some, what was an external? Oh, I have a big one. I forgot about this. Um, <laughs> and it sounds, it's so simple, but I think you noticed a big change in me after I did it. Um, it was, um, but like one thing I want to say is like when you're an expat spouse, there's a lot of pressure, either you put it on yourself or you hear from other people. It's like, you have moved somewhere else and you have to accept that this is your life now and that things are going to be different and you had to have to get out of your comfort zone. But I'm going to say some things you need to be in your comfort zone. The biggest thing for me was I was living in an apartment in the city center because most people in Spain live in apartments and they're in city centers. And um, I lived there for 14 years and it was driving me down. The noise, the pollution, it's just, it's an odd way for me to live because in Canada, you know, most, Mm -hmm. most people I know they're in a house and they have that comfort of the home. And I didn't realize how much it was affecting my mental state being in this box. And then the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. and like a lot of other people, my husband and I are like, let's get the F out of here. Mm -hmm. And I phone, I made a list of all my contacts in Spain, all my Spanish friends. And I'm like, you need to help me get out of here. Who do you know? That's got a place that I can rent. Mm -hmm. And 
one friend the next day is like, I have a house for you to rent. It's out where I live. You know, it's quiet. You have space, you have nature and making that shift just from an apartment to a house back to something that I felt comfort in, like I did back in Canada. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have to accept, I have to live in this box. I was like, no, I want to have my home the way I want it to be. And I changed it and things just shifted. It was, I just felt better. It was incredible. I, I mean, I thought, <laughs> and I also saw you like escape to other people's houses when you were in misery because yes. of the noise. Right now, here's my, my mm, hypothesis. <laughs> I, I think that move was only possible because of the internal transformation yeah. that had already started. Right. Yeah. Because you were now like, okay, what do I want? What do I need? How do I ask for it to happen? How do I imagine possibilities? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's with, um, for the people who've taken my quiz about which phase of transformation are you in? You were at one point in infinite possibilities, like, Hey, maybe I don't have to live in this apartment. Maybe I can get a house. Maybe we can live outside. We can still stay in Spain, but get the house that we want. Right. And this is why I love that because you you're living it. Yeah. Right. It was only an idea before and now you're living it. Oh, it was an idea for many, many years. We were like back and forth and back and forth. Like one thing that came out of working with you is the ability to actually make some freaking decisions again. I was just (laughs) stuck. I couldn't make a decision about anything. So I complained about everything. Mm -hmm. And then the more we worked together, I know you, you know, your voice was just in my head. Shanine, this is a situation. What can you do? to make a change. And I thought, well, I can move. How can I move? Contact my friends. It was like one step, one step, one step. And then, you know, now I'm sitting in my sweet little office in my house talking to Sunday Bean, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's phenomenal. That is so, I just want to highlight that. It was simply like, I'm going to leave this apartment and go to another space, but it had massive implications for your life. Right. I mean, physically, I could see it in your face when you were, I think there was a break. We hadn't seen each other for maybe four weeks and you had moved and your face was like glowing. And it was, it was during the pandemic. And I'm like, whose face is glowing during the pandemic? (laughs) I, I, I feel bad because my pandemic actually went well in comparison mm-hmm. to other people. So uh, I, you know, I, I'm not spitting on what the pandemic because it helped mm-hmm. me get mm-hmm. here. So, right. So we got the internal, it kind of catalyzed the external. And then yeah. tell us about this performance oh, transformation, because at <laughs> one point you didn't want to talk about money. You were, you were, you know, hesitant about what you were doing. And all of a sudden you're like a a boss, babe. <laughs> with clients oh, never call me that. I hate that phrase. <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I own my you. own business. <laughs> no, I provoke at you because I know it's on your hashtag hate list. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm provoking you. Okay, so I know, uh, but now you have multiple streams of revenue. You've got clients that are coming back to you. How, what happened there? Like, how (laughs) did that start? I didn't know that it started back when I did my blog, which Mm -hmm. for some, I mean, you're just like, I'm going to do a blog. Everybody's got a blog. It's nothing special. And then, um, I had people pop up and be like, I love your blog. Can you write for me? I'm like, Oh, what now? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I've become part of my copywriting team. I'm like, 
from my blog, you're getting that I can do this? They're like, yeah, duh. And then Mm -hmm. I remembered I was a copywriter back in Canada. That was my career, you know? So of course you can do it. That's what you went to school for. That's how you worked in Canada. Why would you not think that you can pick that up again? Mm -hmm. So I just said yes to some of the offers, you know, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I had people contacting me saying, Janine, I want to work with you. Help me. I, I, you know, I love how your copy sounds and how do you do that? How do you sound just like you when you write? And I'm like, Oh, there's something here. So there's a market for that. People who are listening, it's really easy for them to go. How come she didn't realize this from the beginning? Mm. She has a degree, right. And, 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 um, I see it all the time. Mm. all the time. Right. And so I just, there are so many times where people have skills and abilities and talents, whether they are externally accredited or, you know, uh, personal skills that are harder to put, you know, tangible names on and other people see it and you don't. And I, I, that happens to me too. And I have a joke with one of my friends. We say that I'm always the last to know. <laughs> Definitely. So, I so, mean, you were telling me, you're like, Janine, like, hello, you're a copywriter. I'm like, I am. It, but it's like you, and, and from the outside, you're like, how can you not see this? But I know it because I've been there too. I've had, I've had people approach me for certain things that I'm like, why would they ask me for that? Right. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh so, yeah. yeah. So I am going to invite all the listeners. If you were getting judgy and thinking that it's obvious, I want you to look into your own life and even ask your friends. And this is something that this exercise actually makes some of my clients cry because they ask their people, what, you know, what do you think I'm good at? What skills do I have? And the feedback that comes back is so hard to ignore that it brings some people to tears because they're like, wow. I remember my feedback from some of my close friends. They, it was more or less the same. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> they're just like, hello, duh. Like, <laughs> you're a dumb, dumb. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. Yeah. They're like, go, go do it already. Like, jeez. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so this whole idea about your voice now in hindsight mm-hmm. seems really obvious. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was attaching a, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is obvious, but you know, when it comes to yourself, you're just not the best judge of yourself. It really takes somebody else and usually not your husband, not your parents, mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. external, external to go, you can do this. You have skills. And then your, your partner's like, I've been telling you that for the past 10 years. Why aren't you <laughs> listening to me? You know, <laughs> it's just like, your voice doesn't count right now. Like, I don't want to say that, but you mm. need to hear it from like someone that's kind of like apart. <laughs> right. So here's my hypothesis around the performance led and how it's connected to the internal. Because one thing I've noticed about you is you're really good. And you are one of the perfect uh, examples of when I say ambition on your own terms, like mm. ambitious has to be your, your scope and scale, not somebody else's. Yes. And that's something I've always appreciated about your work. Like you were never, you were the opposite of wanting to copycat. You wanted, even if some really big players were doing the things you were yes. like, that's not my thing. So yeah. I feel like um, the internal actually fueled your performance led 
Oh, definitely. Um, results because you were tapping into your body, to your knowing and, and giving yourself permission to even do it differently than people who maybe were more established in the field, yes. but doing it your way. Yes. This, I, I 100% agree with that. That's something that I had when I, before all of this kind of thing stuff happened back in Canada, I always did things my own way. Even if, you know, I was working at American Express or um, one of the corporate jobs I had, or I was working for a charity, I always found a way of putting me in there and kind of like getting people over to my side to like, no, we should say it like this, you know, because this is what stands out. I, I don't like vanilla anything besides ice cream. Vanilla ice cream is yummy. But when it comes to, I hate things that are the same. So Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. something, you know, and I never wanted to be the same. I just want to be who I am, which is usually different than a lot of other people, but I'm cool with that. And that's kind of how my business has gone. I do it on my own terms. I work with clients that I want to work with. If Mm -hmm. we're not a good fit, I never work with them because you know, you have to spend time with these people and they have to spend time with you. If it doesn't mm-hmm. gel, you're going nowhere. And um, I I know I set my hours to what's comfortable for me so I can still enjoy being an expat living in Spain. I mean, I didn't move here to work like a dog, mm-hmm. but I want to get money in that pension. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> El Casio Pensione. Yeah, you like, Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to bank, yeah. you know, yeah. some money for myself yeah. to be independent. Yeah. Absolutely. And that ties into what the all the core work that we did in the beginning, right? This is one thing I want to just point out. Some people, when they um, for example, when they want to work with me, they have a performance-led goal. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, love it. We're going to do some internal stuff first. (laughs) That's exactly what you did with me. I came with the external career, 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 Mm -hmm. uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, we're not jumping over steps. Because imagine, imagine had we started from the, the career side, it would have been all based on that non- empowered place, right? It would have been from a different place and you wouldn't have done it because you wouldn't have had the energy. Exactly. Um, And one of the things that people, I don't know, you know, everything is so like quick and fast and easy and all these overnight promises. And I'm like the opposite. I'm like, Oh no, transformation takes time. You know, I'm more like <laughs> slow cooking instead of oh. fast food. There's one, just when you said it takes time, it, it, it comes back to the message that I tell myself all the time. I like to kind of like when the old me pops up mm-hmm. and it is super cheesy. I'm not big on motivational quotes or anything like that. I kind of mm-hmm. hate it, but, um, I always geek out for Rocky movies. I just, I don't know. I just love them. And um, my husband's, and my husband loves them too. And he said to me a long time ago, he's like, Janine, one punch at a time, just like Rocky Mm. said. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. So every time the old Janine rears her ugly head, I'm just like, oh my God, I have to, you know, learn this part. Because Mm -hmm. you're always learning as someone that's got their own business, especially online. There's so many things. And it's just like, I can't do this, you know? I just say to myself one punch at a time. I'm like, okay, so what do I need to learn today? What do I need to do for a client today so they can accomplish what they need to get today? It's like one punch at a time. I had a really, um, the thing that always stopped me, I would have a huge list in my mind of things that I have to do. And it became like a black, heavy cloud over me because I Mm -hmm. always pictured this list, this heavy, you know, long list when it should just be one 
thing on the list at a time, one punch at a time. So, and as an entrepreneur, the list is endless, right? It's endless. It'll never stop. So picking up on the boxing metaphor, I've now been boxing for a year like in my backyard, not like in a ring. I watch it. I watch it. I watched, <laughs> I, I saw it the other day when you were doing that spin kick. I'm like, you go Sunday. <laughs> with my coach. And what I realized is with one punch at a time, if you're working with the right coach, actually every punch gets harder because <laughs> they keep increasing the level of difficulty. And it's the same thing with your business. Um, you keep punching and it's not like a dancer where the moves get easier. It's, it gets harder. And, but the thing is, is with every punch, you get stronger. Yes. So you keep throwing your punches. Um, and when it gets harder, it's because you have the strength to do it. Right. And that's something I had to, I had to, because I came from a dancing background where it's hard Mm -hmm. in the beginning and then it gets easier afterwards. And then to box, I was like, oh, this isn't, I told myself. I was sucky and I was doing it wrong because it kept getting harder. And one day my coach was like, no, Sunday, it's getting harder because you can handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's true. Now I can handle a lot more of the surprise things that pop Mm -hmm. up in life. But there's Mm -hmm. there's one thing that I, I don't think I've told you about. And this was something that we talked about a lot when we were, uh, working together before. And it was, um, because I mean, I live in Spain. I, it's not like I'm going back to Canada. I, right. You know, we live here. And especially since we made the move to the house that we're renting, I was always terrified about buying a place here and setting down real roots because then mm-hmm. I have to admit to myself, I'm like, shit, I live here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like this is where mm-hmm. I live. And now my husband and I are talking about where are we going to buy a place? I, it's freaking my husband out. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you were yeah. always against this. And now, you know, we're, we're heading into that stage. I'm like, yeah, because I finally feel like I have a life here. Finally, it took yes. long enough, but it's like, shit, I live here. I live in Spain. I'm a permanent resident in Spain. I've got my little ID card with my picture on it now. Thank you, Brexit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, that's like a huge change for me. Mm-hmm. Just that change in thinking about not renting my life, but owning my owning. life. It's huge. It's, it's scary, but <laughs> yeah, but it's yes. about belonging, right? So yeah. that's also an, like an a great side benefit of all the work that you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, now I can actually contribute to buying the house. You know, yeah. that was one thing that, you know, it's just like, Oh, mm-hmm. I make my own money. Oh, you know, when mm-hmm. I go for the mortgage, they will look at how much I make and I can say, I make money, mm-hmm. you know? And it's it also deal. influences the dynamic in your relationship. Yes. It changes, you know, what's going on for your, in your, what do you recall your retirement account? Like yes. there's huge implications. Definitely. So I, I just want to celebrate that. Because I want to celebrate like September, 2018, <laughs> who said yes to herself and didn't know that by doing that, she was going to say yes to a new home, a new level of belonging in the country, yeah. a new mm-hmm. business, um, supporting other clients who are trying to do the work in the world for themselves. Like, yes. And this is the thing we, when we start processes like that, we don't know. And that's what I love about the infinite possibilities. Like literally anything is possible and you're doing things that you didn't even imagine when we met. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that I, I mean, 
it's so small. Like I'm getting such satisfaction out of building my own website. This time I did not hire anyone because I want to learn it for myself. So when I want to make changes, I do it myself. Like I'm really getting into that. It's not, it's coming, but I'm enjoying the process of building it for myself. And when I look at it, I'm like, I created that. But wait, so my eyeballs are going crazy because I believe in one of our early sessions, you said you weren't tech savvy. Yeah, I know. And you don't like it. Now you're building your own website. (laughs) And I'm still not tech savvy, but there's something in me when there's like, it's when I get really pissed off about something, I'm like, "Mm, it's not working. Mm -hmm. That's when I seem to dig my heels in deeper. And I just Mm -hmm. sit down. I'm just like, what do I have to do to make this work? And then I just, I'm there. You know, it happens with painting. I remember I love painting. I had this huge canvas and I was scared and I, you know, I couldn't start. And then one day I was just like, Janine, just do it. And I kind of like kicked my own butt. It's not physically Mm -hmm. possible, but I did that psychologically. Mm -hmm. And I did this huge mother painting, which is now hanging in my dining room. And I look at it every day and I'm like, I did that. So, you know, but I'm, I'm so getting back to the website. I'm so busy with the client side of things. I don't even have a website right now, but for Mm -hmm. anyone that's in my situation, I'll tell you this, you don't need a website. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I've got all the clients I can handle and I don't even have a website up right now. So if there's anyone out there that's a solopreneur that's in that stage, take your time with it. Mm-hmm. If you're good, people find you. you have, there's visibility, visibility in other ways. Right. But just um, do what's comfortable for you. And that goes back to the example we were talking about before that you've always like, had you been listening, not to your voice, but other people's voices, you would have thought you had to have yeah. a website before you started, but you started when you yeah. I think it's an excuse. A lot of people like, I need to have my logo. I need to have my colors. I need Mm -hmm. to have my tagline. And it's all those things that delay you starting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I I couldn't delay. I had people coming to me and asking to work with me or for me to work for them. And I'm like, I can't delay. Let's just dive in. And then the other stuff, which is obviously not necessary, can come later. Yep. I always tell my clients, just pretend like it's 1982. Like, what would you do? (laughs) do you do? It was 1982. All right. We're going to, we have, where time is coming up. Um, I wanted to quickly go through like check in now with you, right? We're going to look at where you are right now in terms of transitions, transformation, and ambition. So I've got four quick questions. Okay. What comes up to mind, which transitions. So, you know, internal, external, Mm -hmm. um, performance led, are you feeling right now? Probably performance led. Yeah. Because around your business. uh, yeah, it's but the the performance led things around my business are fueling the other side of my life. When I have more success there, it gives me more energy. And then I feel I don't know there's like an extra bit of confidence and then I know I can do other things like I just started cold water swimming mm. because I wanted the challenge. I mean, I am in Spain, so it's not as cold as um some friends I have that are like in lakes in England, so you know, I'm not going to brag too much, but the water 15 degrees. It's cold. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to push myself into doing it. And then now it's a hobby that my husband and I do on the weekends and we love doing it together. So that's like, it's impacting my, my other, other parts of my life where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You that's know, the so house. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to buy the house. Um, I, I remember one thing that we talked about 
um, when we worked together was um, becoming financially independent because I would have these nightmares when I'd wake up in the, the middle of the night. I'm just like, I'm a bad lady living on the street. My husband's dead and I don't have a pension, and, uh, you know, and I'm like, how do I make my own money so I can put mm-hmm. my money into uh, my bank account and see it grow for when I'm older mm-hmm. than, you know, I'm, I went head first into that now and I'm, I'm doing that. That's so exciting. I wish that the listeners could see your face because it's co- totally glowing right now. It makes me <laughs> so happy. Um, so those are the, um, that's what's happening right now. And what are some of the transitions that are going on, like globally, health, or in your family that you're really feeling right now? Well, um, I mean, right now, it's just while we're recording this, um, everything's going on in the Ukraine. So that's something that everyone has to deal with, even if it impacts them or not. Uh, in my family, that's a tough one. I mean, no matter how good your business is going or whatever, there's still some family stuff that you have to deal with. I have some health issues on my parents' side that you know I'm having to deal with from Spain. Mm-hmm. But because I know I've, I'm satisfied with living in Spain, I'm adjusting to how can I help my parents from here? How can mm-hmm. I offer support for them? And if I can't, how can I find support for them in Canada when I can't be there? There's, there's no guilt. Yep. That's good. You know? And the reason why I think that's so important to ask is I think it's important for people to realize like you're in such a gorgeous phase of your business and things are going really well. You're really happy. And it's like, and you have all these other things happening in the background. Yeah. And that's also real life. One of the things I've learned from my clients is they've said Sunday, after working with you, life doesn't get easier. I just have more tools to deal with it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I kind of was like, doesn't get easier. <laughs> right. Like as a coach, yeah. when I first started, I was kind of like, yay, I'm going to help people and make people's lives easier. That was like a naive idea I had about, <laughs> about it. I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's not how life works. Um, yeah, sometimes like, you know, sometimes when I'm doing something and I don't want to do it and I know I have to do it and your brain pops up, you know, mm-hmm. I, I curse, I curse. You know, I'm just like <laughs> freaking Sunday. And my <laughs> husband just, my husband just laughs. He's just like, he's like, I love Sunday. <laughs> Cause he knows that I I'll do what I have to do. You know, <laughs> you're not going to let yourself get away with your own crap. That's why. <laughs> and what, how are you defining ambitious right now? Oh, I mean, I actually, Ambitious for me is not for, I wrote an email on this to my subscribers today, and it was Mm -hmm. about the pressure that a lot of um, female solopreneurs have to align their souls with their business. And I'm like, enough of this soul branding brainwashing. Mm -hmm. They don't sell this to men. They sell it to women Mm -hmm. where our very Mm -hmm. souls have to be infused with our business. The big why (laughs) you can be damn good at what you do mm-hmm. and work with people that need it and appreciate it and make money from it and bank mm-hmm. that money or, mm-hmm. you know, so your ambition, don't be afraid of kind of being like, yeah, I'm good at what I do and I'm making money. And don't be, don't be ashamed of that. It doesn't have to be about your soul. <laughs> so, right? it's, like, it's just like pressure is that why do you it's like pressure. we have enough pressure as women already just with, and mm-hmm. I'm in perimenopause. So trying to do your business through perimenopause, I was on a uh, 
a call with a client yesterday and I'm like, you don't, you look a bit tired. And she's like perimenopause. And I'm like, oh girl, you know, let me tell you. And we were talking about that. There's, mm-hmm. and, you know, and she has kids. I don't have kids, but there's all these pressures. Why would we willingly put more pressure on ourselves to be a solopreneur when there's a thousand things you have to do by taking your soul out of your body mm-hmm. and sticking it in your business? I'm sorry. It's not necessary. Right. Just a solopreneur. <laughs> yeah. It's like, stop make, I think, I can't remember what the line was in the email. It's like the pressure of um, infusing your soul into being a solopreneur. It's not needed. No, you're so right. It just feels liberating to hear that. Right. That's like why um, it's the same where I talk about finding your purpose. Like it's not like a needle in a haystack that you have to dig for. And if you don't find it, you're doing something wrong. Like let's just take the pressure down and do learn what we want now, right now. Yes. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. What are ways people can get in contact with you if they'd like to work with you? Well, um, I don't know if you're providing any contact information, but they can mm-hmm. email me I um, at contact at com. I will have a website up and running mm-hmm. in the in the coming weeks. There is mm-hmm. there is a page. If you go to com, there is a page, which is kind of a coming soon page, where you can subscribe to my newsletter, which I give all kinds of tips on how to write copy that sounds like you. That's my big thing, is having women... I work with female solopreneurs to use the voice, their true voice to write Mm -hmm. copy that sounds like them. So when you're, you know, when people read, you know, your blog posts or whatever, they get a sense of you because it's really Mm -hmm. important that you work with someone that you like. So -hmm. people need to know you and how it would be like working with you. So I help women draft copy um, that sounds like them. And so they can get more visibility on their business and on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go to um, JanineChristie.com and subscribe there. And hope, hopefully when I get some a freaking minute, the real website will be up and, and all that because um, I have some programs. I have a True Voice Kickstart program, which is six sessions to help people develop their voice. I have 90-minute sessions for people that already know, oh, I know how I want to sound, but I have no clue how to infuse it into their copy and into the business. I help them in those ways too. Mm-hmm. So that's keeping me pretty damn busy right now. <laughs> so good. It's so good. And that's why I think our, our work is so aligned. Like I help women find their voice in other ways, right? Yes. And you are helping them find their voice and bring it out into the world, literally, right? Yes. Like it's, just, yes. it's gorgeous. And I can say from behind the scenes of watching you um, create this, it is so well thought out, so tested, and um, the the intentions are so in alignment with every single step that you have them do. It's just been really great. It's so wonderful to watch someone who has their heart in their business for the client's benefit, right? It's so obvious the way. Yeah, heart, but not your soul. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm keeping that to myself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been so wonderful. Thanks like, for having me. So there you have it. A taste of the impact transformation can have when you intentionally shape it. You can see a real life example from Shanine on this positive and long lasting impact it had on her life, her relationships, and even her business. So if you want a taste of that, you are absolutely invited to learn more about my two new programs. Ambition Clarification is a 90-minute power session with me or Ambition Amplified, a 90-day program to help you fast-track your transformation in the 
most positive uh, and intentional direction. All right, link is in the show notes or just DM me wherever you follow me on social media, or you can reach me through my contact page. This has been In Transit with Sunday Bean, steady advice in an unsteady world. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with the words of Jillian Michaels. Transformation isn't a future event. It's a present day activity. Um. Ha, ha, ha.